Bible. You live in a world where everyone has an opinion about the Bible. Of what values are your beliefs if they are not clearly found in the pages of your Bible? The question we must ask is, are your opinions and beliefs really found in the Bible? Welcome to Is That Really in the Bible? Question, does it matter what day you worship on? Does it really matter? Now, in our society, I would say that Sunday is basically the uh, chosen corporate day of worship that, uh, that mankind has chosen to worship God on. Because you know, if you don't believe that, just drive by church on Sunday morning or Sunday evening and you'll see the parking lot full. So it seems that in our society, this is the day of corporate worship. And, you know, as far as corporate worship is concerned, I mean, what are you talking about? Well, you're talking about about an hour-long service, hour, hour and a half, where people get together and they meet together and they listen to a sermon, they, they sing praise and worship music, they pray, they have a prayer list, maybe they have some good food afterwards, a potluck or something like that. But as far as corporate worship is concerned, you know, an hour-long uh, period of worship, be it uh, Sunday, be it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, I, I don't think God would be upset regardless of what day we chose to worship Him on. He'd, probably the more the better. If we had, you know, and some churches have, you know, they have like a Wednesday night Bible study, a Friday night Bible study. And I guess the more the better. But, and, and, and the thing about, but does it, does it really matter what day that you worship on? Now, at one time, people kept Sunday like a Sabbath day. In other words, my mother tells the story, uh, and my mother is 80-some years old, I think 84. I forget exactly, shame on me. But she tells the story of her father. Her father was a cotton farmer. And that he would not work on Sunday. They kept Sunday as a day at like a Sabbath day. Now let's clarify something. When I because some of you may say, well, what do you mean they kept Sunday like a Sabbath day? I thought Sunday is the Sabbath day. Well, every, everybody knows that, or any minister that knows anything about the Bible will tell you, no, Sunday is the first work day of the week. If you don't believe me, just look it up in the dictionary. It's the first day of the week. It's the first work day of the week. This Saturday is the seventh day of the week. So Sunday is the first day of the week. Saturday is the seventh day of the week. Now, and, and like I said, any minister who knows anything about the Bible will basically say, well, no, Sunday is not the Sabbath day. Uh, Sunday is a day that we have a worship service, but it's not the Sabbath day. And that's why you see people maybe uh, going to an early Sunday morning service, and then as soon as they get out, they go back to work, they mow the grass, they, they uh, till the garden, they go back to their routine, routine business of the work-a-day week, you know, the seven work days a week that people uh, are slaves to. Uh, but, you know, but again, 
most preachers will tell you, no, Sunday is not the Sabbath. It is the first day of the week. It's a day that we set aside as a day of worship. Now, the question, though, is this. Does it matter what day you worship God on? Well, you know, maybe that's not the question we should be asking. The real question maybe we should ask is, does it matter to God? Does it matter to God? Is, is this day of worship, is it more to the day than just worship? In other words, was there intent from God's perspective to have more to this day than just a mere hour-long corporate worship service? And I think the answer to that question is yes. And let's turn, to, let's turn to Genesis 2 and verse 2 and notice this scripture. It says this, And on the seventh day God ended his work. Now what was that work? Well, it was, it was creation. Everything that you see around you. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, that means made holy, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Now there are, there's, there's three critical important things to realize about that verse. There's three things that, that God was doing on the seventh day, which is Saturday. Number one, he rested. Now why is that important? I mean, think about it. I think it is important, but why is, did you know that they have figured out that the donkeys, I think it's the, the donkeys that carry you down into the Grand Canyon, you know, you can rent a donkey and ride it down into the Grand Canyon. They figured out if they gave those donkeys one day rest, that they actually performed much better. They were sort of irritable if they worked them seven days a week. And so they figured out, you know, if we give these, this, this dumb ass, you know, if we, if we give them a rest one day a week, they do much better. You know, they're not throwing people off and throwing them off the cliff and whoop, there they go down the Grand Canyon. You know, they just behaved a lot better if they gave them a rest. Now, if that's true with, with a donkey or whatever, it's, could it be true with you? You know, children spell love, T-I-M-E. God spells love, T-I-M-E, and he has dedicated a day of rest. Okay, six days shall you labor, but the seventh day God rested. Now, I'm convinced that the reason the Sabbath day is really not revered in our society, and it's not. I mean, look, just look at what people do on the seventh day of the week, on Saturday. It's the busiest day of the, of the week. I mean, people are shopping, people are going, they're doing, they're working, they're just, it's like a madhouse. You ever travel on the weekend? You ever travel on Saturday? It's a madhouse out there. And, you know, from God's perspective, he says, look, I want you to have a day, a 24-hour period, Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, called the Sabbath day. 24-hour period that you rest to be refreshed, to, you know, get everything back together again. Now, I mentioned that children spell love, T-I-M-E. You know, could it be that God has set aside a day where he says, you know, I want families to be together on that day. I want families to enjoy the day, rest, be together, sleep in, sleep late, go on a picnic, go on the parkway, look at my creation. 
Look at the beginning. I mean, I think that's what God was doing. Because he rested on the seventh day. He had six days of creation. And I think, he, I think on that seventh day, he had to look at it all and say, man, it's very good. It is great. Another thing that uh, is interesting about the seventh day, Sabbath, is I'm talking about the subject of resting. You know, it was on the sixth day that God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. What does that mean? Well, I don't have to tell you. I don't think so. But, you know, be fruitful and multiply. And then, that was on the sixth day, and on the seventh day, he says, rest. Stay in bed. Sleep late. Man, that's, that's just some good stuff here. I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I sort of like this kind of God. I mean, this, this, he sort of thinks like I do. So, you know, this, this is pretty cool. You know, be fruitful and multiply. Here's a day of rest. You don't have to go to work. You can sleep in. You and your wife be together. Hey, this is nice. So the, the thing that we realize on the seventh day is that there's three things I said. One, God rested. And you need to rest. You are addicted to your job, probably. You're addicted to work. And you got this illusion, the more that you work, the more money that you're going to make. It's not necessarily true. Uh, if you obey God, there's something called blessings, which is the next point about the Sabbath day. The second thing it says that God did after he rested, says that he blessed the seventh day. Now, you ever thought about that? If I were to, that there's a day, now not, maybe not all days are a blessing. This is anything he blessed the first day, second day, third day, fourth day. He says he blessed the seventh day. So is there a connection there that if I get into, if I participate in, if I, if I honor this day called the Sabbath day, that there could be blessings beyond my wildest expectation? Well, what kind of blessings? Well, how about a happy marriage? After all, you're going to stay in bed with your wife and you're going to rest. You know, you don't have to go anywhere. That's, that's nice. Um, okay, but what else could be connected with, with the blessing of this day? How about material blessings? How about money? How about, you know, obedience creates blessings. I mean, I don't know if you realize this, but it really does from God's perspective. If you will submit to what God tells you to do, there's blessings connected to. There's all kinds of blessings connected to the Sabbath day, the seventh day of the week. Now, the third thing that God did is he made it, it says he sanctified it, he made it holy. Now that's interesting. I mean, in other words, the Sabbath is holy time. Now this is where we get into the importance of the Sabbath. Does it matter to God? God has a day called the seventh day of the week that he made holy. Uh, only God can make time holy. You can't make time holy. You can't go to church and on, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday and say, I have made this time holy. No, God makes time holy. You can't. All you can do is go along with what God did, what God says. He made the Sabbath holy, and the only way you can participate in it is to honor him through obedience by keeping the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is important to God. It really is. Now, I know in our society it's not important to we human beings, or at least very few it seems to be important of. 
important, important because the seventh day of the week, I mean, just look at the world around you. It's the busiest day of the week. Saturday is the busiest day of the week, it seems. It's when everybody is out. It's when everybody is having a great time shopping, working, just doing their own pleasure. But did you know that the Bible, the Sabbath, is important to God? Did you know that the seventh day of the week, the Sabbath, is the fourth commandment? Now, how much value do you place on the commandments? Do you place any value on the commandments? Are you a Christian? Do you believe in the Ten Commandments? Do you think it's important? Do you think the Ten Commandments are important to God? Or do you think, like a lot of people think, well, all that has been settled long. It's all been done away with. It's been nailed to the cross. Jesus came and he, to nail the law to the cross. He did away with it. The law's been abolished. Such nonsense. Such religious nonsense out of the mouths of ignorant people. No, let's notice what the fourth commandment says here. Exodus 20 and verse 8 says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, wait a minute. God comes along and he says, I want you to, to remember something. Now, you know, I don't know. God doesn't tell us to remember a lot of things, I don't think, but sometimes he gets very specific. And he says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Why? Why is it important? And why should I remember the Sabbath day? Well, let's continue on. It says in Exodus 20, in verse 9, it says, Six days shall you labor and do all your work. Now, let me tell you something about the Sabbath, why very few people seem to be interested in keeping the Sabbath day and resting you know, for a 24-hour period from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. This is the reason. It's because of this last little part here. It says, six days shall you labor and do all your work. Now, okay, did you get that? Six days, not five days, six days. So what am I to be doing Sunday through Friday? I am to be working. Now, to me, the typical 40-hour work week is a joke. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, if all you're working is 40 hours a week, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I mean, now I'm not just talking about at a job. I'm talking about, obviously, I'm talking about your job, your responsibilities when you come home, like to get off the couch and mow the grass. You know, I'm talking about work in general, not just your job. I'm not talking about being a slave to the point where you know, you're working, what, 60 hours on the job. And I'm not necessarily talking about that, although sometimes that's required. But here, here's my point. If you work six days a week, when the seventh day comes around, you will enjoy the Sabbath. I guarantee it. If you work like I work six days a week, now, I know very few people probably do, probably accomplishes that, working like I work. But, I'm, I mean, I'm a worker. I, I really am. But if you put in that kind of energy, the Sabbath will be a blessing to you. The reason, you know, we live in a society where the Sabbath is not honored is because people are not working hard enough. They're not working that six days a week that when they come to Friday evening, they just say, oh, Lord, Father in heaven, I thank you. 
that I now have the Sabbath day to rest and to keep holy and to honor you and to be with my family and to be with my children and to simply take it easy. This is great. Great. Now let's continue on. Notice the, uh, what else the Bible says. Exodus 20 and verse 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Wait a minute. The, now this is, this is getting particular here. This is, this is not an issue of picking one and seven, is it? No. It says the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. God says the seventh day. So it's not an issue of me picking one and seven. It says the seventh day. And it's the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Your God. Sabbath is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. You. you, you yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking to. In it you shall not do any work. Let's continue on. In it you shall not do any work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger that is within your gate. Now, <clears throat> so this is pretty particular here. In our business, I'm part owner of a business, and we, uh, we don't do any business on Saturday. And we don't allow our workers to do business, I mean, to work on that day. We give them the day off. And they, I think they like it. Wouldn't you? If, if the person you work for said, hey, take Saturday off. You don't have to work on that day. Wouldn't that be great? Well, that's what we do. Because we, we take this verse seriously. That you nor your manservant nor your mate. In other words, anyone under your authority. You don't allow them to work either. You take the day off. You give them a rest. This is pretty good. Is it not? Let's, let's continue on. In Exodus 20, and verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, sea, and all that is in them, and rested this seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. In other words, God blessed it and made it holy. God blessed this day and made it holy. Now, again, is it important to you? Well, most people say, no, nah, it's not important to me. I got my business. I got, I got things I got to do, you know. The Sabbath is just not. And by the way, I mean, look, you're talking about a 24-hour period. That's not, I don't, I can't do that. I mean, I, I sort of like my little one-hour corporate worship service. Yeah, I can give God an hour. Okay? I can give God an hour. That's about it. You know, sort of like the little radio thing. This has been God's Minute with, I forget who it was. Well, you know, that's about, that's about all people have for God. One minute. And they might be, if they're really, you know, about halfway sincere, they might be able to give God an hour of corporate worship on Sunday. But the Sabbath day? Oh, no, no, I can't go there. That's to, you're asking for too much. Yeah, I'm asking. You know, what God's asking for is, is your obedience. That's really what it's about, you know. Your obedience. Now, the question is this, well, how did, how did we evolve into a, let's say, Sunday keeping, well, not so much Sunday keeping, but a, how did, how did it evolve into a Sunday corporate worship day? The corporate worship is on Sunday. How did that come about? Do you know? Well, chances are you never heard a sermon about it. I can guarantee you that. But, um, 
basically who is responsible for it is I would say is the Catholic Church. Uh, in their documents they will say, now this is what they say, that's not, I'm not making this stuff, they will say if we were to go by the Bible we would have to keep the seventh day Sabbath. That's what they say. That's not what I'm saying. That's what the, well, that's what I'm saying too. But uh, that's what they say. If we were to go by the Bible, we would, they confess this. That if we were to go by the Bible, we would have to keep the seventh day Sabbath. Well, then why don't they go by the Bible? Well, yeah, they go by the Bible, but that's not all they go by. They go by, yeah, the Bible. They go by church authority. They go by church tradition, and they go by the authority of the Pope. That's where they get. So the Bible is in there, but it's not the highest priority. Okay. So the Pope can come along and say, and they believe in something called, oh, let's see, the primacy of Peter. Peter was the first Pope, and that Jesus gave to Peter the authority to bind and loose laws. That's what they believe. And so, the Pope can come along and say, we're going to bind Sunday as the, day, the corporate day of worship, and we're going to loose the Sabbath day. We're going to bind Sunday and loose the Sabbath day. No longer is that necessary. And they believe that the Pope has the authority to do that. And they accept that. They agree. They say, yeah, that's what we believe. If you were to ask them, the higher-ups, uh, if you were to ask the higher-ups, they would say, yeah, that's, uh, we believe that that's right, that the Pope has the power to do that, to bind and loose laws, God's laws. Now, any thinking person is going to say, wait a minute, you're talking about the Ten Commandments here. I mean, surely anybody ought to know better than that. that you, God comes along and says, I change not. I don't change. And you go to messing with God's law, the Ten Commandments, and saying, I will keep that one. Nope, nope, nope. We're going to dismiss that one. We're going to change that one. Okay, we're going to change that one to a different day of worship. Now, I mean, look, any reasonable thinking person is going to say, that ain't right. That's just, excuse the grammar. But that's not right. That's not right. That can't be right. Now, I do want to offer you, and I might as well offer it now, a little booklet entitled Sunday Worship, How Sunday Worship Really Came About. It's a powerful little uh, booklet that can lead into a greater understanding of this. And, and a, a now again, don't order it unless you're sincere. And listen, the stuff I offer is free. No one's going to call you. No one's going to invite you to church. No one's going to send you, you know, something for a donation. I don't want anything from you. All I want is your sincerity. Order it. You'll get it. If you want to order additional materials, you can. But no one's going, I'm not going to sell your name to a mailing list. No one will contact you. No one's going to call you. You know, it's not going to be me begging for money. I don't want your money. Well, I mean, support would be nice, but, but, you know, you know, but anyway. But, you know, it's just, it's just you, you'll get what you order. This. And that's it. Nothing else. So, just mention that, and uh, you can order that by calling a number I'll give at the end, or email, or something like that, or write to the address. I think it's, I think, yes, you have to write to an address, or an email address. <clears throat> okay. Okay, how important is the Sabbath 
to God. How important was the Sabbath to Jesus, Jesus Christ? I mean, that, that's, that's probably a pretty good question right there. Was, was it important to him, Christ Jesus? Now, chances are you don't realize how important it could be to you. Can you keep the Sabbath, in other words, take a day off and make more money than you've ever made before by keeping the Sabbath? Yes, you can. Can you keep the Sabbath and be closer to your family, your children, than you ever were before? Yes, you can. Can you keep the Sabbath and be closer to your wife than you've ever been before? Yes, you can. Can you keep the Sabbath and be closer to God than you've ever been before? Absolutely, you can. It's an issue of doing what God says to do. It really is. God says to do this, and I think I'm going to do it. It's, it's important. It's that important. Now, I want to notice, I want you to notice what Jesus said about the Sabbath day. He said some things about the Sabbath day that's very critical to understand. Now, let's notice this. It's found in Mark 2.27. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Notice this. He said the Sabbath was made for man. Oh, wait a minute. I thought it was made for the Jews. I thought this Sabbath day stuff is for the Jews only. No, that's not what Jesus said. He said the Sabbath was made for man. It's for your benefit. It's for your pleasure. It's for your enjoyment. It's for your blessings. It's for your rest. It's for your prosperity. The Sabbath day. To be refreshed. The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Now, just a little side note. By the time Jesus came upon the scene, the Pharisees had made Sabbath-keeping a miserable experience. Oh, yeah. They, they, the Pharisees had built laws all around God's law. Now, there is an inclination here about Sabbath-keeping that I need to mention. It makes some people extremely self-righteous. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. But a lot of people just, it goes to their head. But they had built laws around the Sabbath day that said things like, okay, you can pick a few grapes off the vine, but if you pick a cluster, that's sinning. Or you can walk this far on the Sabbath day, but if you walk that far, it's sinning. And so the Sabbath keeping became a miserable experience. People were scared to stick their head out the door. Don't you dare be doing, don't you dare make love to your wife on the Sabbath day. You know, you know, just a bunch of nonsense like that. So it became a miserable experience. And Jesus had to come along and teach, no, 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 the Sabbath is for man. It's for his benefit. It's for his enjoyment. We're not a slave to the Sabbath. It's, it's the benefit is for man. Let's continue on here with the rest of this. Therefore, Mark 2, 28 Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Which day is the Lord's day? You ever heard that? You know, a lot of people will say, well, Sunday is the Lord's day. No, no, it's not. Jesus said the Sabbath is the Lord's day. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath, Sabbath day. That's what your Savior says. Your Savior says He is Lord of the Sabbath day, the seventh day of the week, the seventh day of the week. So is it important, Sabbath keeping? 
does it matter which day you worship on? Well, I think to God it matters. I think to Christ Jesus it matters that we in our minds understand and in our actions understand that there's more to the Sabbath than just corporate worship. It involves a lot of things that's for the benefit of mankind. The Sabbath is for you. And that's what's really in your Bible. This program has been paid for by the tithes and offerings of the Church of God Rocky Mount and friends of this ministry. If you have been challenged by listening to this program, then consider that a great blessing. You can visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net. It is the support of people like you that make this ministry possible. If you have been blessed by this understanding given to you today, then consider making a donation by writing to Church of God Rocky Mount. 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151.